Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Baldur's Gate, where the poor live hard, short lives in the lower city amidst crime and violence, while the rich and powerful hide from danger living lives of luxury behind the walls of the upper city. It's here in this city of dualities that four beings join together, projecting goodness and light, despite hiding their own dark secret. A bugbear, a halfling, a fire genasi, and an elf are taking their first steps toward their fate, here in Baldur's Gate. I am your dungeon master, Emery. And uh, here I have gathered four of the greatest comedians and Dungeons and Dragons players to ever have graced this fine earth. To my left, I have Mr. Jason Stevens. Hello, I will be playing Coslo Ferngrove, the Wood Elf Druid. And then to his left, Aaron Yonda. I will be playing Debobby the Enjoyable, a Fire Genasi Artificer. And across the table is Brad Knight. Uh, I'll be playing Glubjub Gregrom, a Bugbear Ranger. And finally, to my right is Dion Green. I'll be playing Race the Roaster, the Lightfoot Halfling Bard. Fantastic. Are you guys ready Very. to start yes, sir. episode yeah. one? Cool. Let's go ahead and dive right the heck in. Oh, now it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you better have your dice ready, sir. Ooh, Jason blessed me, so. All right. Yeah, can you believe it? Dion showed up to his very first session of D&D with no dice. Goddamn amateur hour over here, guys. <laughs> that may be the purest first game ever, though. Because if you show up with dice, you have to at least wonder, like, did you have those before? <laughs> Are you really a noob or are you hustling yeah. me? Your dice will find you. True. That sounds like I'm going to fall into like a leg and just come up with dice now. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, everybody calm down. We're going to start now, for real. You ready? Yes, ready. sir. Okay. Welcome to Baldur's Gate, a veritable nest of rats and vipers clinging to the rocky slopes overlooking the Kyanthar River. From their high perches in the upper city, the local nobles, known as the Patriarchs, gaze down with veiled contempt upon the common rabble in the grimy lower city, which hugs the foggy harbor. The whole of Baldur's Gate reeks of blood, crime, and opportunity. One can easily fathom why pirates and traitors are drawn to this place like flies to a carcass. Following the river further east would eventually lead you to Elturel, the capital of the holy land of Eltergard, or at least that was the case until a few days ago. The flood of refugees from Elturel has gotten worse since news first arrived that the city has fallen. Everyone is saying Baldur's Gate is next, but no one truly knows who or what has claimed Elturel. The Patriarchs pay a mercenary army called the Flaming Fist to protect their interests in Baldur's Gate, and by extension, the city itself. The Flaming Fist has gained even more power since their charismatic leader, Alder Ravenguard, claimed the title of Grand Duke a few years ago. Apparently, Ravenguard is missing. In his absence, the Flaming Fist has sealed the city's gate to staunch the flow of refugees. No one is allowed in or out. All of this was brought to your attention shortly after you were drafted by the Flaming Fist to help defend the city. Your orders are to speak to Captain Zaj at the Basilisk Gate, which pierces the city's eastern wall and takes its name from the various statues that rest on its niches and perch atop its battlements. Unseen beyond the sealed Basilisk Gate 
A dirt road stretches through the outer city slums to the bridge known as Worms Crossing, then to distant realms beyond. Dozens of Flaming Fist soldiers are trying to control an angry mob of commoners eager to leave the city. Armed with only a vague description of Captain Zodge, a tall man with long black hair and a leather eye patch. It takes you a while to find him. A fight breaks out between soldiers and commoners, and you finally spot the one-eyed captain as he wades into the fray and begins throwing punches. Just another day in the City of Blood. I think we should uh, go and talk to Zodge, Captain. That would be a good idea. He'll probably listen to us if we uh, help him out with the punching. I'm not a fan of punching these people. They're just running away. They won't shut up. It is no excuse to punch. I will not punch. I will wade in towards the captain and help him punch. (laughs) The captain has actually gotten off of his uh, horse and is is just kicking a woman right now, actually. Just some lady kind of in kind of like raggedy clothing. Uh, who, as far as you can tell, hasn't really done anything wrong. I don't really just want to see a woman get kicked. I try to distract him by calling out to the captain. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're going to try to persuade the captain just, to look yes, at you. Just like, hey, over here, Cap, you know, All one right. of those. Um, would that be a yeah, charisma let's check? let's make a, a persuasion check. Do you uh, have that proficiency? He has uh, it. Plus proficient. five. And it's got the black dot next to it, so you're proficient. Awesome. Okay. Always means roll a d20. Oh. Yep. Dion is brand new to D&D. So. I'm a baby, guys. First D20 roll ever. Hey, Trent. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but if he's got, if he's proficient in it, doesn't he get... Uh, he gets to add his proficiency bonus plus so, his charisma. So, so that would be eight. Um, he's not no, double he's, proficient. He rolled a three. He rolled a three. Yeah. Plus five is eight. Okay, got it. Okay. Got it. All right, so you kind of uh, try to raise your voice yes. and, and get the captain's ah! attention. <laughs> your voice cracks a little bit. And actually, the woman who is kicking screams help at the exact same time. <laughs> so, uh, Oops. So yeah, but anyways, actually, uh, he's pretty much done with her. Oh. And the rabble has kind of uh, dissolved. Uh, and even the woman herself doesn't look like she's like too horribly injured. She gets off and she scurries away. I'll give her um, a little more kick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the captain has noticed your uh, violent tendencies and uh, looks at you right in the face. And says, You! Well, what's your name again? I am Captain Gregrum. Captain. Uh, Glug, that's my last name. Captain Gregrum. <laughs> you can call me Captain Glugjig. Well, Captain Glubjack. Captain of the Chill. I'm Captain Zodge of the Flaming Fist. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Who are you? What are you guys doing here? Saw that you were uh, trying to scream for help. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, we were sent here to help because there's a lot of rabble and you needed some extra men. He's all right. We He's have the extra men. <laughs> all right. Great. Well, I'm glad you guys came here as a group. This makes it a lot easier for me. The Refugee Crisis. This is Stoke Fears in Baldur's Gate. Stoke fears that we might suffer the same fate as El Terrell, of which nothing remains but a hole in the ground, apparently. Our Grand Duke Alder Ravengard was visiting El Terrell on a diplomatic mission when the city was destroyed. Coincidence? I think not. The Knights of El Terrell called themselves Hellriders. Few of them escaped the destruction and think we're somehow to blame for El Terrell's downfall. What a bunch of self-righteous rabble-rousers. We're arresting them on sight, but that's left us shorthanded to deal with another problem. And for that, I need your help. You guys willing to help? What do we have to do? You have to do what I tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, with regard to the Hell Riders. All right, well, you won't be dealing with any Hell Riders. Uh, oh. It's a little bit above your sort of pay grade. 
Mm. I'm just going to need you to look after some uh, kind of more common killers. Look after? Well, look to eliminate. What's your pay? What's it pay? Well, if you get the job done, 200 gold coins each. I like that much money. Yes, that, yes. Should be, that should be very helpful, yes. Yes, yes. And you'll have my gratitude, which is somewhat more valuable. Okay. The gratitude of Captain Zodge. I've heard much about this. Have you? No. <laughs> What's your name, son? <laughs> my name is Debobby the Enjoyable. Debobby the Enjoyable? That's right. Who gave you that title? I, uh, my father, most likely. Your father gave you the title, The Enjoyable. Well, no, he gave me the Debobby part. <laughs> I didn't ask about your name, son. I find myself enjoyable. <laughs> well, I don't. I guess, I guess the jury's out on that. I don't need, I don't need you to find me enjoyable. <laughs> I will accept the job. All right. He's competent and all right, he's just a dipshit. <laughs> I know this one. This one's reliable. Mm. Debobby, you reliable or are you just enjoyable? I'm enjoyable and reliable. I'm adding another part to my name. <laughs> I'm now Debobby the Enjoyable and Reliable. All right. Debobby, Glubjeg, and you. Uh, I embraced the roaster. Before I agree to anything, how did you get your eye to look so fucked up, Captain? Uh, well, do you want the whole truth, or do you want the story I tell the wenches at the taverns? Don't treat me like you're coming, Horace. I'm special. How did you get the eye, Cap? <laughs> that was pretty stupid. I actually walked into a, 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 a spike. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Not the laugh is a misfortune, of course, Captain. No, of course. I, I usually tell uh, I usually tell the wenches that I fought a bear. Oh, that's a good story. I'm yeah. about to use that one. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. In. What about you? You seem a little bit uh, uneasy about this. I am Coslo. You on board? Are you going to stop some killers? Maybe do some good for the city? Yes, I will do good for the city. If it involves killing killers, maybe yes. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take that as a yes. Give you some uh, more information here. Baldur's Gate has long been plagued by followers of the Dead Three. The gods Baneball and Mercool. I thought we had wiped them out, but apparently not. These purveyors of fear and death are taking advantage of the current crisis to commit murder sprees throughout the city. As my appointed deputies in this matter, you'll have license to kill these wretches on sight. Find their lair and wipe it out. Eliminate anyone who gets in your way and don't worry about collateral damage. If you do what I say, I will see to it that you each receive 200 gold pieces 10 day after we stop receiving reports of these murders. So we go and do the job, and then in 10 days, mm. if you don't hear anything new, then you'll pay us. Indeed. Mm. Okay. What happens if something happens to you? I just want to get paid. Well, you get paid by the Flaming Fist. Mm. Okay. Won't, won't just be me. It'll go through. You'll have to go through some other channels. If one of us dies, do we still get their two hundred? I guess their their family would be yeah. their next of kin. We yeah. get the two hundred. These three are my family now. Make a note of it. It's a weird family. <laughs> <laughs> Bugbears are raised by the whole clan. So you're 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 next of kin for each other. All right. Fair enough. One of you guys dies. The other ones will get the two hundred. Will will other members of the Flaming Fist know that we're what we're about, so they don't uh, mess with us while we're trying to do this? Yeah, and he uh, actually holds out a gauntleted hand, which has four bronze uh, badges um, that show that you are deputized members of the Flaming Fist. Mm. Temporary. Excellent. I will be taking mm. these back as soon as the job is done. Uh, okay. Could I look upon your uh, identification? Just for further notice to know when I'm speaking to an official flaming fist. Like, do you have some sort of documentation that you guys carry around? Well, 
he himself is wearing a uniform, um, but, you know, uniforms can be counterfeited. Uh, he also has a badge that is not bronze. It's uh, silver, and it, it has the, displays the rank of captain on it. Are you going to press him for more specific uh, um, documentation than that? I, I was just wondering if there is any kind of uh, parchment that you may have on you that... <laughs> I know what this is for. You know what this is for. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could also wait. I'm just thirsty. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm not in the habit of showing No uh, worries, Captain. I respect your status. Yeah, I'm pretty well known around here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, you really, if you really, really need to see my documentation, I guess you can go to the, uh, the headquarters and speak with a clerk there, and they may bring something up. I don't know. Thank you rats. for this information. Yeah. That is all. Sure. All right, well, I have one lead for you. Yes, sir. A few blocks from the Basilisk Gate, which is where we're at right now, mm -hmm. is Elfsong Tavern. A spy named Tarina hangs out there gathering rumors for the guild. You know the guild? Everybody knows the What's his spy name? Tarina. Tarina. T-A-R-I-N-A. Sounds like breakfast food. <laughs> she owes me a favor, so tell her you work for me, Captain Zodge. Ask her what she knows about the Dead Three, and for the love of Balderon, be nice! Tarina has dangerous friends. You are very good with words and talking and talking to people. Thank you, I like to pride myself on it. I think you should be the one in charge of talking to Tarina. Deal. Everyone else, what you think? That's fine by me. If you need any ideas for what to say, I'm uh, You know what, I'm always open to ideas, my yes. friend. Come to me for ideas. Or if you'd like to look at my wrench. <laughs> I will never touch a wrench. I know the rules. Do not. I will never. Barely look at it. As the smartest man in the group, how would you approach a Torina? Nicely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Don't ask her for documentation. You goddamn right I won't. First step. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just, I can see now Dion literally asking everybody for all the legal documents. <laughs> how can you prove your you, sir? Do you happen to have a sample of your handwriting? <laughs> Just in case. I'll say right now, I'm not able to not loom over people. Then stand back, maybe against a wall. You'll seem less tall that way. Mm. I would stand next to you. Uh, good. I don't mind how you smell. Uh, I like you. That's, uh, you know, out of, out of character, uh, that's exactly what I look for in a woman, too. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't mind how I smell. <laughs> Or that you loom over her. <laughs> <laughs> or that I can see her legal documents. <laughs> All right, well, if you guys don't have any more questions, the captain says, All right, well, I'm needed elsewhere. Get this job done right. You could count on us. Yeah. We'll and uh, by the way, if you uh, try to skip town, uh, you will be hunted down, arrested, and executed. We have a mission. Why would we do that? Uh, well, you know, uh, some people just like to take the shiny badges and try to leave. Oh, that's not our group. No. Okay. Mission okay. is an honor. Good man. I like this one. Not so sure about you. Who, me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am okay if you do not like me. Seem a little judgy over here. I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. With that, Captain Zodge rides away. So uh, what do you guys do? I run out of town. I leave. <laughs> what do you think? I go with these friends to the tavern to talk to the lady. All right. That was a joke. I am very good at joke. Yeah. Sometimes I do not understand them. 
if they're not raunchy. You like butt labor. <laughs> yes. Fart, 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 fart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys uh, have this job now. You begin walking through the uh, foggy, wet, dark, stinky streets of the lower city, heading to the Elf Song Tavern. You guys have lived here for a while, so you know of this place. It has a reputation for being a tavern that houses a good deal of people of ill uh, repute. But um, it is a very interesting tavern in the sense that there is a uh, disembodied spirit that sort of haunts it. But it does so in like the most mild way. Uh, It will occasionally sing a song in Elvish in a very, very beautiful voice. Which is why the tavern is called the Elf Song Tavern. Those of you who have visited and speak Elvish might have uh, heard the song and sort of heard the lyrics. I think only one of you speaks Elvish. Right? I do speak it. Uh, give me a give me a roll. Let's say you have a 75... How long have you been living here? Five I've years? been living here for 15 years. 15 years? I'd say you have a 75% chance of having been there when the song was sung. Roll a uh, D100. Oh, boy. Big time. Yep. 100. And if you get anything between 0 and 75, you got it. I got a 48. 48. All right. So you've heard the song before. Okay. And it's interesting because the place is filled with all these like nasty kind of vulgar sailors and pirates and mercenaries and all that kind of stuff, all playing dice and like swigging ale and all this kind of stuff. But every once in a while, it's very unpredictable. Every once in a while, this this elf voice will just uh, appear. And, and even the hardest, most like, you know, rough and tumble patrons almost always will quiet down and listen to it. Some of them are even brought to tears, it's so beautiful. But the the song uh, is about a a lover that has been lost to sea. Uh, And I don't have the actual lyrics for you, but but it's always the same song, um, and it's always very beautiful. Oh, yes, I've been brought to tears myself by it. It is called Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. (laughs) Oh, yes. Hey, does anybody want to sing the song? <laughs> I just out of your arms tonight. <laughs> All right, so you're walking through the dank, dirty, loud, bustling streets of Baldur's mm. Gate, and it's only a couple blocks, but you guys do run into someone. Oh. I rolled a uh, d20 on my lower city random encounters table. Oh. Got a 13. Now I got to roll a d10. Let's see. I know very many people in the lower city. Mm. Uh, so maybe I might know them. Mm. An elf about town, huh? I am. Mm-hmm. Well, this is pretty appropriate. So you guys are now deputized Flaming Fist members. And you come across a group of angry commoners. They seem to be shouting something, you know, and like all. There's like kind of a guy who's doing a little bit of rabble rousing, and the rest of them are shouting. As you get closer, you realize. They're protesting the brutality of the Flaming Fist. And you notice actually several members of that uh, group that just got broken up. The woman isn't here. She's probably gone off to, like, tend her wounds. But you've definitely noticed some of those other people who have, uh, who were who were just previously getting beaten up by Captain Zod. And it is a group of actually 14 commoners uh, kind of marching around, mm-hmm. shouting about the Flaming Fist and their brutality. I think we should delicately discuss this with them so they do not cause more bloodshed. They are just refugees, after all. They are not looking for violence. Yeah. I think we should focus on our mission. I think talking to these refugees is a waste of time and has nothing to do with what we're up to. I am okay with that, as long as we leave them alone. Well, they are. They're talking against our our temporary order. You said temporary. Yes. But the mission is everything. 
I will go talk to them. No, 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 no. If he's going, I'm going with him. You'd better go yes. with him. <laughs> All right. I, I go too. I walk over and I just uh, like stand over a few of them. What is your problem? Uh, before I continue, who is wearing their Flaming Fist badge? I'm just wearing, you two? Yeah. I'm not. And also <laughs> the chill insignia that I always wear. Of course. Okay. So you say, uh, what, uh, what's going on here? Uh, what is your problem? What is your problem? Oh, what's your problem? It's a little bit different. Well, sir, our problem is that the Flaming Fist treat us like garbage, without an ounce of human decency. They're supposed to be our protectors, and they're beating up women and children and taking our gold. Why, my cousin uh, lost a tooth, nearly went blind in his left eye, just yesterday, because he reported a stolen cart. How is that fair? It is not fair. We don't know. Did he deserve to lose a tooth? Why could he possibly deserve to lose a tooth and almost go blind in an eye for just reporting a stolen cart? I would always like to recommend that we realize that every one of the fists operates on their own. We can't judge the entirety for what one, I would all be say, jerk did. Hear, hear. Yes, but this is an all too common occurrence. You can't just say that, you know, there are a few bad apples amongst the flaming fist when... Clearly, the evidence shows that so many of them are bad apples. Well, would you have us cut down the tree when instead we could just pluck a few apples? Well, I don't know about you, but have you, do you know anybody who's been harmed by these monsters, these tyrants? My entire life, I've seen people of all groups hurt other people. I don't judge an entire group off of what a few do. Yes, mm. I've seen a lot of, lot of evil, but that's all. Well, rather than get embroiled in a political discussion, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that you get a chance to persuade the crowd to calm okay. down. A 1d20? Yep, roll a d20 and oh, persuasion. Oh, give me something serious. A 14. Ooh, 14. Plus 5. Plus 5, 19? 19? That's pretty good. All right, so um, race, Yes. Uh, you begin to make a very convincing argument yeah. that perhaps not all Flaming Fist members are, are really that bad and th- things are so strained, and although you totally understand that it's awful and terrible the things that have happened to them. It doesn't help to, to start even more problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, you know, they start to sort of calm down. The rabble-rouser who sounded a little bit vaguely like Jerry Seinfeld that I was doing, <laughs> um, he kind of like doesn't have very many compelling arguments. Does anybody want to stop race for any reason? No. No? Okay. I was thinking maybe you, because you look like you were possibly looking for a fight. But if not... No, I'm actually going to go around and start hugging them and say... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are there any children? Oh, wait. Yeah. There are kids? There's two, uh, you know, um, teenagers. Are there some stones around? Yes. I pick up a stone and I um, use my magical tinkering ability to make the stone um, create fart noises. (laughs) I give that to the children. So it's a farting stone. That's awesome. Fantastic. Here you go, children. This is a fun time. Use this with your parents. Maybe they'll lighten up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, the child was crying because, uh, you know, uh, his brother had broken a leg. Uh, But uh, suddenly that's all forgotten. Farting stone cures all. Farting stone, man. Yeah. I really like uh, that. That's creative. I'm going to give you inspiration, Aaron. Excellent. I'll give inspiration enough. But uh, that made me chuckle, and it was unexpected. Cool. So the rabble has been uh, dispersed and no blood was shed. Hey, pretty good. Yeah. You're kind of you've shot up the ranks in the uh, in the flaming fist as, as far as uh, the public's <laughs> concerned. Um, okay. 
So moving on, uh, you guys uh, make your way to the Elf Song Tap. Mm, the Farting Stone. Maybe that should be my thing. <laughs> That's your ultimate goal: is to one day make like the best farting yeah, stone. I'm just in the always universe. trying. Well, I'm always trying like different things because I want to come up with my, you know, what's going to be my, my my claim to fame. That's the legacy you're going with. <laughs> well, that, that maybe you know that's an option. I'm always I'm always trying out new things. I don't think the actual claim to fame will come till later. Oh, this is so cool! Is this, yeah, this is, is that dope, is that the inn? Yes, this is the Elf Song Tavern. Elf Song Tavern. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the the big view of it. We'll zoom in a little bit. Uh, Why is Gollum standing outside? <laughs> a mighty big Gollum. Oh, yeah, that's a big ass Gollum. He's ha- he's having a smoke. It's a non-smoke. Right. He can't have a can't smoke inside the Elf Song Tavern. That's the bouncer, man. Yeah. Actually, that's absolutely 100% correct, Brad. Inspiration for Brad for being so fucking correct. Hey, Brad, Brad. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you guys uh, approach the Elf Song Tavern. Uh, There is a sign kind of uh, creaking back and forth, dangling above the door that says the Elf Song Tavern. It's got a really nice picture of a... Of an elf on a beautiful maiden. Mm. Kind of imagine like the Starbucks logo. Ooh, foxy. Mm. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of a beautiful elf is standing right outside <laughs> of the door. Um, this looks to be some sort of half-ogre female. She's kind of standing there, gruffly, arms crossed. Definitely some sort of bouncer. Uh, kind of eyes you guys as you as you walk up. and uh, But doesn't make any sort of uh, moves to stop you. Mm. I believe... Uh... Ogres usually speak goblin, correct? Some of them do. Uh, ogres are giants, actually. So a lot of them speak giant, but right. they might speak goblin, too. Yeah. I will I will say in goblin, hey, good looking. Say in goblin, hey, good looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Saucy. All right, well, I'm going to pull up uh, her character sheet here and see if... Uh, see if she, you get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bigger than she is. <laughs> Okay, so she kind of looks at you and she says, in common, What? Uh, I sure don't speak Goblin. No. I was commenting on your good looks. Oh. She kind of like uh, grumbles at you and kind of looks you over. Real talk here. Does your character actually find her attractive? Uh, in in a sort of a admirable, admirable way of how muscular she is. Okay. I thought you were going to say in an Admiral Akbar way. <laughs> That's kind of what my character sounds like. So it is a legitimate compliment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, ask you to make a persuasion check just because you're trying to kind of nice up to her a little All right. Um, if you weren't telling the truth, then it would be a deception check. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine? Nine. Okay. She kind of like grumbles and spits and says, that ain't going to work with me, pretty boy. <laughs> Respect. (laughs) (laughs) May we enter this tavern? Yeah, door's right there. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Don't try any funny business. No, no, no. We never. Dash your head against the wall. I love my head not being dashed, so you know what? I got you. Usually just do that to babies, but you're about to Oh, my sweet Jesus. They can swing you around pretty easy. You know what? They usually do, you know? Yeah. Hey, back off. Hey, hey, hey. You saw her first, brother. All right. No, I'm telling her. To <laughs> I'm just saying don't cause any trouble. We're here on a mission. Go on in. Name's Schooner. Hey, Schooner. Schooner. Barkeep's name is Alan. I go in and immediately uh, 
make a, a sweep of the room just to get the layout. So uh, you guys kind of go on in. You guys following um, your friend here? Yes, sir. Yep. I swear I'll remember the names eventually. <laughs> Glovejack. 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 Okay, so you guys walk in the front door of the Elf Sun Tavern. Um, the first thing you notice to your left is a suit of armor that isn't doing what most suits of armorers do. Mostly they just kind of lie around or are on someone's body. This one is moving around on its own. And it's, it seems to just kind of be standing there, uh, gazing through just empty helmet eyes. Uh, mm. Almost like an invisible person is wearing a suit of armor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of standing there silently, just kind of watching you as you walk in. Huh. Um, other than that, the place is bustling. There are a number of uh, people sitting down, eating, drinking, kind of having a good time. Uh, you see the barkeep, which is uh, all the way up here. That helmet, by the way, uh, from a gas station. What? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I gotta go to better gas stations. I thought Quick Trip was it, but... Did you go to a BP and Waterdeep or something? <laughs> yes. Courtney found it at a gas station uh, halfway between here and La Crosse. Oh, wow. Yep. That's amazing. So they have swords and uh, like weird canes <laughs> wow. and uh, armor and shields. Wow. I feel like maybe somebody who works like Sunday afternoons there went to their manager and were like, I got an idea. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. And it's a truck stop. And actually, they said they sell really well. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is here? I, I don't know what's coming, but apparently I need armor for it, so let's go. <laughs> I've been looking everywhere for a suit of chain mail. Um, I'm going to walk up to Alan, the bartender. If sure. We're making moves. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I will follow him. Sure. So Alan is all the way up here. Okay. So you walk up to the, uh, the bar there, and... Uh, I want to stay close to Race because I have <laughs> okay. something special for him when it comes time to him to talk to Lady. Sure. Ooh. As you guys walk through the tavern, you notice everybody here is well-armed. In fact, most people that you have come across in the entire city have, are, are pretty well-armed. It's kind of like the Wild West. Okay. Um, also, some other things to note. Over on the east side, there is a fireplace. Uh, several chairs are kind of turned towards that fireplace. There mm-hmm. is a guy passed out on a couch. Up near the top next to a chest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that chest seems to have a whole bunch of games in it, like uh, dragon chess and uh, mm. some dice, some cards, three de- dragon ante, that kind of thing. Uh, you notice a set of stairs leading to an upper floor. Uh, and, of course, there's a whole bunch of different rooms. Doors are closed. Okay. Do I see a female elf? Scanning around the room, looking for Tarina, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. uh, you, don't, you don't see any sort of a female elf around here. No. Okay. I'll head upstairs. Well, let's uh, let's do the uh, the interaction with the yeah. the the barkeep first. But I will move your character over towards the stairs here. You're going upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to follow him when the time comes. Man of action. Okay. So the party splits. A couple of them heading upstairs. The others sticking down, talking to the barkeep. So uh, I, I say to Hey, uh, Alan, can we get a couple of ales and uh, tug your ear for a moment there? Alan is a uh, sort of like a middle-aged looking half-elf and he's cleaning a glass and uh he's like sure what do you need to know and he uh, starts pouring some in <clears throat> uh, one thank you for the service and two more importantly we're looking for uh me and my partner here we're looking for a female elf have you seen any in the bar recently yeah uh definitely seen a number of them mm. looking for any female elf in particular uh actually we are uh, we're looking for a torina i think she's upstairs oh excellent yeah. it's kind of a regular around here yeah yeah, yeah just uh 
just be careful. She uh, She's a killer at Baldur's Bones. You know what? That's perfectly fine. We're here on nothing but love. <laughs> okay, nothing but love? Uh, <laughs> Make a uh, deception check. <laughs> uh, would that be... I'm not sure which one's deception. Is that still charisma? But Yeah, it should be right here. Oh, it's a plus five, too. All right. 18! Nice. Alright. Okay, so he kind of looks you over and uh, he gets a really good vibe from you. Cool. Uh, Maybe didn't notice that you came in with an armed (laughs) bugbear. That's because I stealthed right to the stairs. (laughs) And you're not wearing your badge. Correct. Right? And neither am I. And neither are you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's got no, uh, no reason to think that you might be lying. So he's like, okay, excellent. Yeah, well, if you, if you need anything, I'll be here. We do some really excellent fish cakes. Really excellent crab cakes. We got some bread pudding with nice toasted, slightly lightly salted almonds. Alan, I'm a sucker for bread pudding. (laughs) After I speak to Tarina, we're going to have a slice. Okay. Just not slices of bread pudding, but you understand what I mean, sir. Excellent, excellent. Oh, and if if this is your is this your first time around? It is. It is. Well, if you stick around, you might be able to hear the the fabled elf song, which we are so famous for. You know, I love good music. Yeah? Yeah. You look like a man. It's good music. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to head upstairs, sir. Thank All you right. for the information. No problem. <laughs> I take the ale oh. down the counter, and I just glug, 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 <laughs> Done. Yeah. Put the empty back. I'm a small boy, so I sip and say I'll be back for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, boy. I wish I had more patrons like those two. He says <laughs> as he starts cleaning the, the, em- the now empty mug. <laughs> Do you pay him, by the way? It's a I, copper for each drink. I will pay him two copper for Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I will cover. All right. <laughs> He's least I can do. Any, any, tip? any tip? Oh, yes, yes. I'm going to give an extra copper. you got to tip Alan. All He's right. a gem. All right. Okay, so you guys get upstairs first. Let's <clears throat> go ahead and reveal a bit of the map for you. And I'm stealthing it. Okay. Stealthing. Okay, so you're trying to be kind of quiet as you're going up the mm-hmm. stairs. Gotcha. I'm not. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. He's just stomping up the stairs. Ah. I don't even know how you saw me going up there. Oh, I keep tracking you. <laughs> I mean, you, there's a certain amount of stealth you can uh, you can expect when you're kind of going up the stairs. Like with stealth rolls, it's more like if you if you don't have some sort of thing obstructing your view, then the best you can hope for is just to kind of like be silent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you, if there's cover and things for you to hide behind, then of course you can be invisible so to speak but there's not really a tremendous amount of cover between here and the stairs so and plus this guy just follows you around like a fucking dog <laughs> go and roll that stealth check for me see if anybody notices you coming up the stairs Ooh, big money 16 16 pretty yep. good pretty good i think that'll be their passive uh, perceptions there you get up the stairs you see that there are a number of folks uh, playing some uh dice actually baldur's bones the same exact game that uh, you guys were playing earlier <clears throat> There's a number of people playing. Uh, the one at the table uh, is playing Baldur's Bones with uh, two other folks at that table. Uh, and she seems to be re- doing really, really well. The other two people <laughs> at the table, not so happy. And she's an elf? And, uh, yeah, she uh, she might be your mark. Ooh. Uh, I will walk up to her. Are you sneaking up to her? <laughs> <laughs> Currently, she has her back facing you, and she has not heard you, you don't believe. Backstab. <laughs> Excuse me. She uh, is surprised by the sudden <laughs> bugbear behind her. And uh, she kind of spins around and actually drops one of her dice and it kind of like lands near your foot. Pardon. Make a perception check. 
21. Okay, so when you bend over and you pick up the die, you immediately can tell that this die is loaded. <laughs> um, so, just so you know. And she kind of like gives you a look as you're handing it to her. And I go. <laughs> Yoink. All right. Because yeah. I'm also, I'm also proficient table. in gaming, by the way. Mm, there yeah. you go. Mm. Yeah, you know your way around a loaded die. <laughs> what are you doing here? I am also approaching the table in a much more obvious way. Are you skipping there? <laughs> doing just silly walks? Cartwheels. Farting rock in your yeah, hands? I'm, I'm, I'm chucking farting rocks around. <laughs> uh, you guys are having your conversation with the uh, with Alan right about now. Okay. So I'll, I'll give them a few more moments to talk before you guys head up the stairs. She says, would you like to join me for some uh, Baldur's Bones? Certainly. <laughs> may I use my own set? Of course you may. And uh, the other two uh, people at the table, they get up and they say, well, I mean, I'm, I'm out. Fuck this. <laughs> kind of like get up and one of them moves over to this other table where there's a couple other people playing. This guy uh, actually like fucking stands up and flips his uh, chair over mm. and actually starts walking down the stairs grumbling about uh, this wench uh, taking him for all he's got. All right. And then you guys can go ahead and sit at the table. Great. Any specific spot you want to sit? Probably across from her. Across from her. Aaron. I would just like to watch, if that's all right. You just want to watch? I am uh, not very good at these games and love to learn from a master. All right, so you're going to watch a, a, a duel between <laughs> these two. I will take out my loaded dice and my unloaded dice, and I'll say, do you have a preference? Mm. She picks up your dice and kind of like looks at them all, and uh, she decides, she actually hands you back your uh, regular dice, and she says... Let's uh, play for real this time. Mm. And uh, she pulls out another uh, set of dice, and she kind of hands them over to you to look them over. You kind of give them a look over, and you realize, yeah, these are these are fair dice. So it's a real game that you're about to play. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> How much you want to wager? I'm a little low on cash, but uh, <laughs> we'll go five gold. Five gold. Okay. Mm. All right. She uh, she mm. she takes out. Five gold and uh, puts it on the table. It's a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, odds, I'm the host first. Even, you're the host first. Uh, odds, I'm the host first. Twelve. Okay. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Stopping there? No, I don't get a chance to roll after I see no. there's a... Once you pass, you're done. Okay. Yellowstone. Got to beat an eighteen. Let's see. Ooh, I got a ten. Fifteen. Ooh. Sixteen. No! Bust! Damn it. Oof. Oof. All right, all right. So now I get to go first. And you're the host. Ten. Fifteen. Twenty. Stopping there. Well done. Thirteen. Eighteen. Oh. 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 One and one. We gotta make. We gotta do a tiebreaker tie here. Tiebreaker. All right. So we're gonna roll off for who's the host for this tiebreaker. All right. Um. I grab. Is there any extra dice on the table? Let's do two d six. Whoever gets highest. Is there any uh, extra the dice host. on the table? Yes. Yeah. Four. I grab a die and I, I'm doing some magical tinkering. Seven. <laughs> you're, you're doing some tinkering on a die. Yeah. Okay. And it's, a, it's about this time that you guys come up the stairs okay. and you kind of see that. Uh, it seems like you guys have found Tarina, and this is a heated game of dice. And actually, mm-hmm. a couple of the other customers 
are kind of like watching what's going to happen. So you're happen. host? Yeah, I'm hosting. I'll host first. Mm-hmm. All right, good luck. Good luck to you. Eight. Fourteen. Let's mm-hmm. go. Eighteen. Ooh, you gonna stop at eighteen? It worked last oh, time. Oh, the greatest, baby. You're sweating. I'm, I'm stopping. You stopping? Okay. Yes. Let's see. That's thirteen. Sixteen. Oh boy. Mercy. Well, I'm feeling good about this. It's ours. It's ours. Twenty. Oh, don't worry about it, big fella. All the other customers who are watching all just kind of slam their hands on the table like, God I, damn it, Tarina. I roll an enchanted die that makes the sound of applause. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, unfortunately, you lost your five gold, but uh, Tarina seems were. very, very happy. And uh, and uh, she does a little bow, and she says, Oh, boy, well... Tell me you didn't come here just to lose all of your money to me. <laughs> well, I saw an opportunity to play someone who seems to be a good gamer. <laughs> but that is not the only reason we are here. Hmm. What might be your other reason or reasons? And now she's actually surrounded by like four people she doesn't know. Uh, perhaps uh, we could go somewhere more quiet, uh, private, to talk. Sure, there's a, there's a number of rooms around here that are Open. Let's see. There's one. Let's take the Winnebago room. <laughs> the Winnebago room. There's actually a Camerack. <laughs> Downstairs, there's a number of uh, rooms that are pretty cool. There's the the bedroom. <laughs> yes. Well, there's the Displacer Beast room actually. I right, have even right here. Oh, the I, Displacer I Beast. I have been yeah. into the Elf Song Tavern. We should go in the Displacer Beast room. Okay. <laughs> it is the best of the rooms. <laughs> so uh, she kind of leads you guys into the Displacer Beast room. Uh, you guys kind of quickly figure out why it's called the Displacer Beast room because there is a stuffed Displacer Beast hanging on the wall. Or the, just the head of it, actually. And you can kind of see, I think, actually, some of its tentacles that are coming out of the back. Those mm. are sticking out of the wall as well. Clubjack, get in here. Okay, Clubjack. I'll go in now. <laughs> if, All right. if, if I can <laughs> sit, if I can be close to uh, close to race, I want to uh, cast Guidance on him. Ooh. And I can, nice. I'm going to do that. It's a cantrip. Uh, I touch him on the shoulder, and it's uh, I, it lasts up to a minute, but then you get to add uh, a d4 to one ability check for one minute. Yeah. Um, we were sent here uh, from Commander Zaj. Uh, we are deputies. Oh, he's been promoted to commander. Oh, yeah. I wonder when you knew him, because, yeah, he's a commander to us. But, yeah, uh, he was a captain last I spoke to him. <laughs> yes, he is still a captain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sorry, Captain. I see big things from him in the future, that's all. Yeah. Ah, okay. I got a lot of hope for him. Um, and we are here to uh, take down some of the uh, the guys following the gods of the dead. They're causing a lot of crimes, and ah. he hired deputies because he needs us to help nip in the bud because they're kind of stretched thin right now. The dead three. The dead three, the yes, dead yes. Three. And we heard you may be able to point us in the right direction. I may have some information that could be helpful to you. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Would you be willing to part with that information? I would. Mm. Provided that you do something for me first. There's always a catch, isn't no, there? Always a mm. catch. Well, what is it? Well, um, I can tell you what it's not. It's not uh, losing to me some more in Baldur's Bounce. 
Uh, but uh, don't worry, you'll get it next time. <laughs> all jokes aside, Tarina is not my real name, and uh, you know many people in kind of my line of work tend to have sort of second false identities. Yes, yes. Uh, and I've gone through a number of different names. Um, one of my more recent ones, one of my more recent identities, which I have sort of abandoned, kind of got into a bit of trouble when I was working on a pirate ship. I used to be called Rhonda Thunderbell. I served on uh, the Uncivil Serpent under Captain... Morosco Sesprin. And while I, I was a good pirate, I served faithfully for a really long time, uh, until an opportunity arose for me to steal a tremendous amount of wealth from the captain. And of course, opportunity arises, you're going to take it. You have to take it. Exactly. So Nothing's given in life. you got to go get it. Exactly. I, I went ahead and I took that 5,000 gold and I got oh. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> that, was year, that was a couple years ago at this point, and... Uh, They've been kind of pursuing me the, 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 ever since. To be expected. Yeah. And um, one of my contacts told me earlier today that uh, the Uncivil Serpent has docked here at Baldur's Gate. And they are asking around for me. Now, I am not one to run anymore. I've kind of left that phase of my life behind me. And I feel like I've made enough friends in this city. I kind of want to settle down here. Also, I don't know if you've tried leaving the city these days, but it's basically I wouldn't impossible. suggest it, no. Um, so, if you can help me by waiting here with me until my former compatriots arrive, and then killing them, or getting them to leave me alone permanently, then I will tell you everything you want to know. Well, what do we think, guys? We're pretty much going to be bodyguards just to go kill other strong people. We in the mercenary business call this a nested assignment. Angel assignment within an assignment. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think we should just do it for exposure. Yes, this is this sounds like more uh, money should be involved in. She got five thousand. We're providing guys. a service here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be willing to compensate us with gold? You did tell us you got five thousand gold. I can't believe you spent it all. Oh, I did. Oh goddamn. <laughs> well. You are very good at what you do. We saw you upstairs. Is there some money involved in this, or is this just information for protection? You won't get any money, but you will... I will owe you a favor. Let's let's put it that way. Artificer, how does a favor sound to you? I have some friends in the a guild. A favor from Rhonda Thunderbell? Sounds good. <laughs> I go by Tarina now. How about a favor, and you put us in touch with a couple of contacts who might have more information? More information about... Uh, about the dead three? Yes. Hmm. Okay. I, that, that might be able to be arranged. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. One more thing? Mm-hmm. Could I have your weighted die? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. How do you know about that? Ooh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't. It's Only he a, knows about that. You know what? Though you look like a hustler, and a hustler would never come unprepared to any situation. <laughs> so I'm just going off of assumptions. <laughs> She wow. doesn't have my first rodeo. I'm innocent, That's but I'm not dumb. She doesn't have any weighted dice. Well, if uh, he says so, I believe the big that, fella. That is quite an accusation. Mm. Yeah, she should believe your friend. <laughs> I, hey. I do not play with weighted dice. All right, then. Never mind. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable killing people for the sake of it. Um, could we convince them to go elsewhere? Maybe not have to kill them, but, like, lie to them to... Uh, send them off elsewhere, look for you. Whatever you gotta do to get them to permanently stop looking for you. They're pirates. Uh, they are pirates. 
They have conflicted conscience. Maybe not lead with murder, but have it on the table? Is that what you're suggesting? Okay. But I mean, it's not an orphanage, so, you know. They're pirates. Yeah. Okay. I'm factual. (laughs) I roll with them for a few months, and if you're concerned that they might be, like, nice guys, just, no. The mission mission is get them off her back. We accomplish that how we need to in the moment. Uh, Okay. I am in. All right. Well... Relax, enjoy yourselves. This is the famous Elf Song Tavern. There's games downstairs, there's food, there's drinks. And uh, there's going to be some pirates probably coming in a couple hours. And that marks the end of episode one of Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. We hope you loved it. Episode two will be available on Monday, February 24th. For updates and tidbits, you can follow the Rated RPG Podcast on Twitter, at Rated RPG Podcast. And if you'd like to support the show with a few silver pieces, you can do that on Patreon. The address is patreon.com slash rated RPG. Special thanks to Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen for lending their amazing talents to the Rated RPG podcast. Rated RPG was created by Aaron Yonda and Matt Sloan of Blame Society Films. Check out their popular YouTube channel featuring all 40 episodes of the original Rated RPG YouTube series, as well as the show that started it all, Beer and Board Games, now in its 10th year. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast. Don't try any funny business. No, no, no. We never. Dash your head against the wall. I love my head not being dashed, so you know what? I got you.